Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by yours truly, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each week on Ciao Bella, I explore today's Italy, speaking with artisans, designers, hoteliers, architects, artists, Parmesan makers, in other words, the creators who are making the Italy that you love. So sit back and join in. Hey, and welcome back. This is Erica, and today I am in Rome, but virtually I'm in Sicily. I'm speaking with Jose Rallo, the CEO and head of management control and communications for Donna Fugata, the storied um, Azienda di Vino winery in Sicily. Um, Jose, how are you? Hello, I'm fine. Thank you. So, what part of Sicily are you in today? Today, I'm in the western point. It's called Marsala. It's uh, where I was born. And uh, it's the location where we have the heart of Dona Fugata, the old um, historic family wineries dating back to 1851. And this is where we uh, refine our wines, where we have the bottling center, and when we have all the, you know, the soft values of our winery, the family, the brainstorming center, the marketing center, the administration center, everything is here in Marsala. Ah, so Marsala is like the heart and soul and brain of all of Donna Fugata, but Donna Fugata, because I've had the pleasure um, a few weeks ago of, of visiting Donna Fugata, but I was in Sicily, but Donna Fugata has a bunch of different vineyards all over Italy. I know that you're in Marsala. Um, I know you're near Agrigento, is that correct? Yes, yes. Well, Donna Fugata was born, yes, as vineyards. We were born in uh, in the south of Palermo. That means in the in the center of western Sicily. And um, it was my mother who inherited this vineyard from his father, and she got involved immediately in the, in the viticulture, and she started innovating. This was in the 70s. And, Which was, uh, and I would I would assume that was pretty kind of ambitious and a bit off book at the time because there weren't that many women. Absolutely. She was really the first. She was a pioneer. I, I love to say that she was the first we, woman wearing trouser, uh, going uh, into the vineyard and giving orders to the, to the men who were working at the vineyard. So she really was very ambitious and brave. Mostly she was really brave and she had a big vision. And uh, in the first 10 years after she inherited the vineyard, she completely changed her, um, her estate. And in the 80s, together with my father, they decided to found uh, Dona Fugata Winery. So she uh, transformed the grapes uh, into modern wines together with my father. And they found this wonderful name, Dona Fugata, which gave us, uh, you know, a lot of luck. Well, will you tell me a little bit, because I, I know that Donna Fugata is Donna in Fugata, like fleeing woman, but will you tell us a little bit about the story behind the name? 
Well, it's a it's a double uh, meaning name for me because it's an historical name. The Donna Fugata was the fleeing queen of the Bourbon. Um, uh, in the in the 90s, she moved from Naples to Palermo, and she took refuge exactly where our vineyards are today. And this was uh, something uh, that we find in the famous novel The Leopard, written by Tomasi di Lampedusa. But the fleeing woman is also my mother. She uh, she changed her life. She was a teacher. She moved into the country. She became a viticulturist. And uh, and Donna Fugata is always, you know, the philosophy of our um, estate. We are always looking to the future. We are always looking forward. And that's why Donna Fugata moved little by little from Marsala, from Contessa Entellina to other sites like Pantelleria, like Vittoria, like Etna. So tell me how many, um, you know, I, I know that now Donna Fugata is, is a big deal and it's pretty much known all over the world. Um, is this something, was this something, you know, you, you grew up with this, you grew up with the rise of Donna Fugata. Did, did you intend always to be part of the family business? Um, because I also know, and you can hear it in your voice, is that you're incredibly musical. <laughs> okay, so my story is a little bit special. I I left my house and my family when I was 18 years old. I made my luggage and I said, bye-bye. I don't know if I will come back. <laughs> and I went to uh, Tuscany because I wanted to, you know, to find my way to be independent this was my first purpose. So I I won. Um, how do you say borsa di studio uh, in English? Like a like a, like a grant or a, yeah. yes, a grant, a grant. So I didn't ask. Uh, one euro to my family for my university studying, and uh, um, and uh, and then after uh, studying economics, I also started working for a very big American uh, company, Accenture, consulting ah. in uh, information technology. It was for me really a great school, and uh, and then something happened in my life. I fell in love with a Sicilian man. <laughs> oh no! You yes. got away from Sicily, and then you found destiny, destiny in my life. I fell in love with a Sicilian man, and after three years, I had to call my father and say, "Daddy, what do you think? I would like to um, um, to um, uh, to uh, how do you say sposarsi? Oh, get married." To get, get married. married with a Sicilian man, and so I would like to come back home and work with you at Donna Fugata. What do you think? Is it still possible? And my father, uh, who had never asked me to work in the family business, was, of course, very, very happy of my decision. And for me, it was a choice. Wow. That's a pretty. That's a pretty crazy story. I like that. It's full, it's full circle. And the crazier thing is, your husband comes from. He's like. The, is he the, the fourth or fifth generation? Uh, no, 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 no. My my husband is uh, is uh, is uh, completely oh, outside the. No, wine you're, it's, it's your father's side of the family. Exactly, that's, that's it's that's my from father. Hundreds. Oh my goodness! So my, your husband my, is my, like, my my husband is something craziest. Uh, 
because he is the musician of the family. He's very fond of Brazilian music, very fond of Brazilian percussion, and he brought me into this world of the Brazilian music, of the jazz Brazilian music, and I started being a soloist in a band, in a jazz band with him and with his friends. And, uh, and after a couple of years, I decided to sing my wines around the world. So I choose uh, music pieces that I love, a mu music song that I love, and that I think that can tell the story of the rhythm of my wines. So a samba is our sweet wine from Pantelleria Benrie. A jazz ballad is a big red wine like Mille Una Notte. And so we give concert and we sing and I sing my wines around the world. So I, I just want to let the listeners know that these are not these are not just little concerts because I know that you gave a concert at the Acropolis in Athens this past May. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, I, this, this is really correct, and this is. I, a, I mean, which is amazing. One of my favorite places in the world. It's, it's really you know the the mythical place where where you want to be and. And be there as a protagonist, it has been, for me, one of the biggest emotions uh, in my life. My importer in, uh, in, in Greek, Greece told me for many years, why don't you come? Why don't you make a concert? Why don't you come? There's a lot of people who want to see you. And one day I decided to be very, um, you know, aggressive. And I said, okay, if you bring me on the Parthenon, if you bring me on the Acropolis, then I will sing for you and our customers. And, and he did it. And he did it. He put me on the terrace of the Acropolis Museum and with a, a finger, I could touch the Parthenon. Oh <laughs> and gosh. I was singing, touching the Parthenon with one finger. And it has been really, really great. Great. That, that I would have loved to have been that, there. Now, was that something that you also, are these kind of, do you pair them with the wines? Is this also like a wine event where people are drinking your wines? Exactly, all the time. I never sing without wines. So the people have my wine in the glass and I will tell them the story of the wine. For instance, a fresh and fruity grillo like Sur Sur. I will sing a light samba, fast samba, just to tell them how lovely is the wine they have, how, how um, crispy, how, um, you know. Uh, so I try to to. to to underline the characters of the wine through the music that I uh, that I choose, and uh, and this started many years ago because uh, I began in uh, Blue Note in New York in 2000 and. Uh, I think of 2005, uh, and and that was my first big big experience. Of course, singing where Toots Tillemans had played, or I don't know what kind of great musician had been before me, and uh, and we had a two sold out at New York uh, uh, in Blue Note. Wow! Now, I mean, this, this is super duper cool. Like, I think it's some of the best two two of the best things that I could think of wine and 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 brazilian music um and i love the fact that you're telling the story of wine through through the through this music i as i as i was saying i was in pantelleria and i visited dano fugata and one of the things i i just was i was captivated by the landscape there 
Um, and just to give everybody an idea, you know, Pantelik is a really, it's, a, it's an island about 30, I think it's 37 miles to Tunisia. It's closer to Tunisia yes, than it is yes. to Sicily. Um, it's this, it's called the black, the black rock of, of the Mediterranean. And it's not, it's, it, it has these beautiful, or Donna Fugata, all of it, but all of it is these kind of beautiful scaled, um, hit like a hill that scales down to the rocks and you're growing wine in the conditions that are not necessarily the best because I, from what I understand, it gets really windy and uh, heavy rains. And so when I was at Donna Fugata, they showed me how they, that they, that you're still doing the traditional way of growing the grapes and, and taking care of the vines, these kind of, um, holes or pits where the the grapes are actually like they almost look like um I would say shrubs because instead of growing up they're kind of yeah. pushed down into the earth and I, and um and I was there specifically for the um uh, for the Benrier but um which I'd love for you to, to talk a little bit about but when I was there one of the things that I also learned was that you're you're very involved in cultural heritage and the eco-sustainability initiatives and you're also involved like you're you also have, I believe it's a, you have the Giardino Pantesco, yeah. <laughs> uh, which was my favorite place. I think I would love to just come back and live there, but um, you know, th- which, which is something that is protected by UNESCO cultural heritage. So, or UNESCO, it's part of the UNESCO patrimony. And I thought maybe we could just talk a little bit about the Samba in relation to Pantelidia <laughs> and how, how Pantelidia and growing grapes there isn't the easiest, but so I'm, I'm interested in learning about the Samba and the Ben Rie. Yes, yes. Pantelleria is really a, a wonderful place uh, in the middle of the Mediterranean, but it's between Europe and Africa. So it's really a mixture of culture that we can find in the island. Uh, all the names coming from the Arabic language, like Ben Rie, which means the son of the wind because of the windy island. And, uh, you know, cultivating vineyards on Pantelleria means uh, uh, maintaining the landscape. This is really uh, important and that's why UNESCO um, uh, um, gave this, uh, you know, uh, award to this uh, um, wonderful landscape because we have uh, the, the, the walls made by hand in, uh, um, with lava stones uh, that protect the terrace and uh, hold the landscape. So this was made uh, um, UNESCO heritage and uh, and, and it's important that producers like Dona Fugata or other producers maintain these stone walls and maintain the vineyards to protect this wonderful landscape. Um, so it's, it's really important to focus on excellence. Um, Berrier, it's a, a sweet wine made from dried grapes. It's an elegant wine, it's sweet, but it is fresh. It's a top quality wine. And this is very important because we need a lot of quality to pay um, this type of viticulture. We call it heroic viticulture. We call it extreme viticulture. It's only manual. On the terrace, there is only manual labor. So you must think that cultivating on Pantelleria means uh, um, a cost four times a normal vineyard. <coughs> oh, wow. Four times a normal vineyard. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this is really 
Well, you know, I, I know just to give everybody an idea what you mean about manual labor. Um, so when I was there, they, it was, I, they were still harvesting. And so I'm going to just, and you can please step in anytime as I try to colorfully describe what I saw, which was hand picking every single grape, hand cutting. And then, then the grapes would be laid out on these kind of screens. So they'd be laid out on the screens to dry, then turned over to dry again. And it was a process that, and they'd be done in stages. And it was a process that the, the drying process, I think, was taking three weeks. I know Anna is going to try to make sure I was listening. And I was, Anna. Um, but uh, yeah, it's so, so if this is not, this is all, it's, it's all very, very laborious. It's done by people for people for, for a very small production as well, from what I understand. This is a perfect, perfect uh, um, story that you are telling about the care, the care that our people are doing uh, to the clusters, to the vine, to the clusters, to the drying process. It's something that I, I, I used to say that these people are like babysitting the clusters, no? The mm -hmm. way they... They harvest and they control and they skip the single berry and then they lay down the clusters on the rackets and then they turn the cluster on the rackets during the drying process and then they clean again the cluster before destemming. This is really so, 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 I mean, uh, we can say labor, labor intensive, but also mind intensive how can i say in english because you must pay attention you must do it with the purpose of gathering the top quality grapes for this kind of wines and dona fugata has a, um, a special way to you know to form the people who are working for us we try to educate them to beauty, we try to educate them to quality, to fantastic sensation. They must know what is the difference between a Berrier, made a bastito di pantelleria made by Donna Fugada, and maybe another sweet wine. They must appreciate the difference and they must understand that the difference is made of paying attention to the details. I think what I what I found when I was there was that is is so uh, that, that transmits. When I was there, I, I talked to I can't remember his name. He um, this gentleman who was picking the grapes and it was basically he had such a personal relationship with everything that he was doing and and you you know picking it and showing me showing me that what the different leaves were like and how you put them on the racks and um, I just and the whole entire process that I, I was I was fascinated and, and kind of in love with him for a second because it was just such a beautiful, loving relationship that he has with them. Exactly. Um, but I also know one of the things I, when I was there, there was, we also were at a concert, um, you know, this beautiful, this incredible pianist that was playing, <laughs> who, who was playing, um, who, who did a night of Mozart. Um, and, uh, It was, you know, he, it was not, it was not like we sat down and listened to a concert. We, we listened to a story that was being told. And I know that the, these concerts that you're organizing are not, it was not just a one-off. I know there are different cultural things that you're doing at your vineyards as well. Can you, can you tell me a little bit more about them? 
Yes, yes. Donna Fugata loves art, and we are trying to develop the dialogue, the dialogue between art and wine, in different way. Uh, we are organizing, for instance. Uh, a uh, public event during night harvest um, in the mid of August in Contessa Entellina. And usually uh, we um, pair um, art and wine. For instance, we have been uh, um, pairing dance with night harvest, uh, classical dance with night harvest, or jazz concert with night harvest, and um, or modern new technology, music and video with Night Harvest. This year, there was a, a very, very special show. I don't know if you are, if you know about this, but um, Pupi Siciliani, Sicilian puppet, mm -hmm. are also um, uh, UNESCO heritage. Yeah. So we decided to pair um, some um, um, some stories from the Pupi Siciliani shows with the wines. So um, our uh, Chardonnay, um, which is called the La Fuga, uh, that means uh, uh, the, the, the escape, uh, was paired with uh, the story of An Angelica, who is the fugitive uh, um, protagonist of this uh, a big um, opera, which is uh, the opera of the Pupi Siciliani. And, uh, and so we had the puppets inside the vineyard together with the people who were drinking the wines. So we were trying through literature, through traditional art, um, to make a connection with, um, with our wines, with the sensation of our wines. Hmm, that sounds beautiful. Have you ever done anything with um, the Nine Nane? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Next time, under the stars, it would be perfect. And the most beautiful uh, example of the dialogue between art and wine are our um, artistic labels. Oh, those are those are the ones created by Stefano Vitali and your mom, correct? Exactly, exactly. My mother is uh, the inspiration, and uh, he is the, the 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 hand that in, illustrates the ideas, the dreams of my mother. Our artistic labels are something uh, that really um, distinguish uh, Donna Fugata, and uh, they tell about women uh, most of the time. Women who are mysterious women who are dreaming, who are, um, you know, smiling, um, fascinating women um, that, that tells you stories, stories about the wine that's inside of the bottle, because we must tell something about the wine which is hidden inside the bottle. So the colors of the labels will tell you about the colors of Sicily, and the protagonist uh, of the labels will tell you a little bit about the character of the wines. One of the labels that I love um, is the one where it's the woman and she her hands are out and she kind of turns into a tree. Yes. <laughs> that's a, that's that's a, yes, it's really, really fantastic. That one is like a little bit Daphne, the meat of Daphne, no? And the, 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 the goddess transform herself into a tree. Um, of course, our Stefano Vitale, uh, takes inspiration from uh, the, the the Mediterranean culture and the Mediterranean meats. No, so Daphne is part of this uh, culture. 
It's like, it also, it kind of reminds me, I just keep thinking, like when I saw that, you know, I think of like the mother and, and how the earth gives and it's, it's a beautiful relationship, I think, with, with the wines and what you guys are doing in Sicily in general, because I think you're trying, what, what I see that Donna Fugata is doing is Donna Fugata is, you know, bringing back the, like the prestige or bringing the prestige of Sicilian wines, but also Sicilian culture. Um, it's making that dialogue a present and prominent dialogue. Yes, I think that Dona Fugada is always um, interpreted um, not only the traditional values of our island, of our culture, which are a lot, is very rich, is very uh, beautiful, enchanting, but we are trying also to be innovative. So we, we are always being in, in these two souls, no, bringing together these two souls. My parents were in love with um, Sicilian literature, and, and so they choose Dona Fugada as the name of the winery, but at the same time, they were traveling around the world. They were going to California in the 80s. They learned about uh, cold uh, um, fermentation. Uh, my mother went to New Zealand and she um, learned about uh, cannabis. So they have been always uh, comparing our culture, our knowledge to to the world and try to do the best for our territory to to explode, to enhance uh, the, the potential of our beautiful land, Sicily. So what, um, can anybody come? And you mentioned that you have public nights. Um, can anybody come and, and see, visit your, your vineyards? Uh, is this something that's, that's easily done or is this something that has to be, that would only be when you have a, a public event? Um, just in case any listeners, I know every, everybody wants to come to Sicily. Everybody emails me and says, we want to go to Sicily. What should we do? Um, and I always say, just eat. But, um, and I, I would add, eat, drink wine as well. So if people wanted to come, could they, could they come to Donna Fugata? Uh, is that yes. possible? Yes, of course. In Marsala and uh, on Etna, we are open all the year round. So it's necessary only to uh, connect to our website um, and um, make a reservation. On Pantelleria Island, we are open only during summer from June to September. And what is typical of Nafugata is that we try to uh, organize different uh, a type of tasting. Um, the, the, of course, we, we, we let the people visit the vineyards and visit the wineries and know some of our secrets. And Ooh. they can have tasting only with wine or also tasting with food. And there will be typical Sicilian foods, food like arancini or something like that, something very, very typical. So it's also um, meeting uh, our wines, our culture uh, in, in one experience. Well, that's great. Now, what about what about you and your music? Do you have plans in the near future to be traveling, to be playing at maybe Blue Note again, or <laughs> wh where can we find you? Um. Uh, I don't know. There's many requests, <laughs> of course. Uh, maybe Russia. Maybe oh. Russia and um, maybe something in Sicily, but very, very special because uh, I, I will play with, um, with the son of a very famous Brazilian 
musician Irio De Paola and uh, we will play the same concert that I had played with his father uh, 30 years ago. Uh, oh. that, that will be a really big emotion for me. That sounds like it's going to be amazing. I'd love to know more about that. So when that gets on the on the list, please please let me know. And also, if you decide, I think you should play at the um, the Valle dei Templi in Agrigento, yeah. just in the big in the big temple. <laughs> yes, this would be really great, really great. But you know, I have time, and um, I I like very much to um, um, to think about a big project and to build a, a big project uh, little by little, uh, dreaming about them. Uh, um, I'm very patient. I can tell. I can. <laughs> definitely tell and i'm just you know tell i'm everybody. dealing i'm dealing with with vines and wines so i must be very patient i you know I, can i just can i tell everybody what you told me before we started started recording this call was that when i when we started speaking you responded to me in german because you're also studying german for fun <laughs> exactly <laughs> because, because i'm so passionate. much time <laughs> it will tell me it will take me a lot of time but i will do it well, Jose, it was really wonderful to speak with you, and um, I would I would love to share some of your music with our listeners. So when I can, I think I'm going to direct some people to hear some of your music. Um, you will know. You will know. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, and have a great day in Sicily. Thank you so much to all of you. Thank you. I embrace you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao. Como é que vai ser para me acostumar? Se tudo é carnaval, eu não devo chorar. Mas eu preciso me encontrar. Se eu deixar de sofrer, se eu deixar de sofrer, como é que vai ser para me acostumar? Preciso me encontrar Sofrer também é merecimento Cada um tem seu momento Quando a hora é da razão Alguém vai salvar comigo O seu nome eu não digo Guardo no fundo do coração performed by Jose Rallo of Donna Fugata. If you're interested in learning more about Donna Fugata, the wines, the music, you can visit the website www.donnafugata.com, D-O-N-N-A-F-U-G-A-T-A.com. Or we could all head to Pantelleria for the weekend. 
thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. You can find all my episodes on iTunes, and if you have time, subscribe, rate, and let me know your thoughts on the podcast. You can also be part of the podcast by donating. Find Ciao Bella on Patreon.com, where with as little as $1, you get behind-the-scenes photos and videos as I travel all throughout Italy. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao Bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Disc to Disc Studios, the producers of Ciao Bella who continue to make me sound and feel great. 